uh, Romans chapter 8, okay, uh, from verse 28. Romans 8, 28. Okay, Father, bless your word. Lord, make your appeal through me this Sunday morning. I pray that your word that leaves my mouth, Lord, let it carry power, let it change lives. Let yokes be broken, let burdens be removed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Romans chapter 8 from verse 28. I already said to you last Sunday, if there's any book you need to read this season, read Romans. Hebrews, read Romans. But if you can't read the entire Romans, read Romans chapter 8. It is probably the most important chapter in the Bible. I can tell you. So I read Romans chapter 8 from verse 28. Because of time, I'll just catch up with me. And we know, thank you Jesus, that all things work together for good to those who love God. Okay, the Holy Spirit just, just said, to say to somebody, you know, you know, this is church, even though we're not together physically. So whatever they say to you to do, you do it, okay? Just like you do in church. I want you to press that share button now because this message will change somebody's life. Click on that share button now. Everyone, if you have not done it, please do it. It's not going to cost you extra money. Just click on that share button. Like and click on that share button. Thank you so much. Okay, so Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. Okay, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Okay, moreover, whom he predestined, this he also called. Whom he called, this he also justified. And whom he justified, this he also glorified. Praise God. Okay, um, and, and then I think um, I read Galatians chapter 4, uh, 1 to 7. Okay. Galatians chapter 4, 1 to 7. Um, I'm sure uh, they'll be able to show that now. Now, I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, okay, does not differ at all from a slave. Now, I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, is not different from a slave, okay? Though a heir, but still a child, does not differ at all. It's not different from a slave. Though he's master of all, though he's master of all, okay, but he's under guidance and stewards until the time appointed by the father so for as long as he's a child even though everything belongs to him he has no control over the inheritance okay even so we when we we're children were in bondage under the elements of the world but when the fullness of the time had come god sent forth his son born of a woman born under the law to redeem those who are under the law and that we might receive the adoption as sons and because you are sons god has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts crying now here here again abba father we see that in romans we see that again uh, you know, um, in, in the book of Romans, okay? So, so it's the Holy Spirit in us that witnesses in our hearts that we're children of God. And it's one who enables us to call God, Abba, Father, praise God. Okay, therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. I want you to write that. <laughs> I want you to write that down. Say, I'm no longer a slave. You're no longer a slave, but a son. You're no longer a slave in the house of God. You're no longer a slave, but you are a son. Hallelujah. Okay. You're no longer a slave, but a son. And it says, if you are a son, then an heir of God. Jesus, true Christ. Awesome. Awesome. You're no longer a slave. I want somebody to say, I'm no longer a slave. <laughs> or say, I'm no longer a slave, but I'm a son. And it says that if you're a son, because sons are the ones who, in, who inherit. It says, if you're a son, then you are a heir of God. One of the biggest things you should take away from this series is that I am a, an heir of God, okay? I am an heir of God. Praise God. True Christ. Hallelujah. True Christ. Now, very quickly, like I said, I'm going to put too many things in this message because uh, we're stopping this series today. Now, one of the biggest promises we have 
you know, in the New Testament, under the New Covenant, is that now I don't know about you, but I discovered I discovered I discovered purpose when I became a child of God. One of the biggest promises that God has given under the New Covenant is that we have discovered purpose in Him. We have discovered that, that we carry an assignment on behalf of the kingdom. And so we can't finish this series without you knowing that, that God is saying to you that there's a race that has been set before you. Hebrews chapter 12, I believe 2 and 3. Hebrews chapter 12, 2 and 3. It says that there's a race that has been set for every child of God. Now, you wouldn't know that except you're a child of God. You wouldn't know that except you've been born again. Okay? And then it says, because this race is set before us, it says, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. First, let me just quickly say this because I don't know what I'll get, get, get back to it. There's a guarantee on this race of purpose. There's a guarantee on this race of the assignments God has, 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 you know, has given to you or the call of God upon your life, that as you continue to look unto Jesus, not only will you begin, but you will finish in the name of Jesus. Because he began and he finished. So he said, as we continue to look unto Jesus, there's a promise and a guarantee that the one we look up to for this race, this journey, whatever call you have upon your life, whatever purpose you carry, okay, there's a guarantee under the new covenant that you will finish it in the name of Jesus. Oh, I mean, remember, you know, the man of God who just went home to be with the Lord is like almost two weeks now. You know, Ravi Zachariah. I mean, first class Christian. You know, when the man was struck with, with cancer, you know, you know, you know, Pastor Yama was talking to me about it. The man didn't want to pray for healing. You know why? Because if he, he, he knew that he, had, he was done. I think he was 74 when he died. He knew he was done. He knew he had run that race. I want to first say, see, all of the things we have been teaching you, you, if you don't know that you have a race in Christ, a journey that you're running, he said for, for the person that he foreknew, he predestined. And the person that he predestined, he called. And the person he called, he justified. And the person he justified, he's glorified. In fact, let me, let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. You know, and I think, it's, I, th I think it's important to actually read this because um, it's probably one of the most important things we'll say in this series, okay? You know, God began to draw my attention to this uh, yesterday. You know, the greatest assignment we really have under God, um, let, let me just make sure that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm able to, to pick that up. Okay, you know, in Romans 8, 28 to 30 scripture, we read, now hear me. Now, we, we like to say, uh, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, okay? To those who are the called according to his purpose. Awesome. Okay, for whom he foreknew, um, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. Okay, but, but you see, God said to me that the greatest purpose we carry, no matter what else God has called you to do, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, you know, as we keep talking. The greatest joy God will have is that when you're done, when he looks at you, he sees Jesus. On your departure hall, of life when you're lying down in that bed or wherever you are he wants to look at you and see the image of his son because that's what he said so so the greatest call we have is that you become like jesus C can you imagine if every child of god if every christian if everybody who goes to church when church is open now everyone will be full but but are we are we being conformed to the image of his son 
Because so that we, he said, so, so that we can become, that Jesus Christ becomes the firstborn among many brethren. So Christianity is not just something we say with our mouth. It's not because you bear a Christian name. But our greatest call is to be conformed to the image of his son. Praise the Lord. That's your greatest call. So, so even on this assignment you have, um, please make sure that, because you know, Bible says that, that uh, you know, that God will, through us, will show the manifest wisdom of God, you know, to, to principles and powers. So in, in which aspect of God you are, you are, you know, you're manifesting? Christ must be seen in you. If you don't look like Christ in that assignment, something is wrong. No matter what aspect of God you're showing, what it is that you must be an aspect of God. <laughs> Praise God. So that you can become, you know, like I jokingly say, if Christ is the firstborn, so maybe you're, uh, what number you're born? 25 million born. But, but whatever your number is among the brethren, the greatest, greatest thing that God wants to see when he looks down is that you have been conformed to the image of his son. And the good news is that, the promise is that you will not be alone on the journey. As you go on this race, you will not be alone. I know, and that's why the Holy Spirit has been sent to us, to help us, to equip us for whatever journey and purpose that you carry. And I pray that on this Pentecost Sunday, receive yet again the enablement of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus.